0: up friends welcome to the why the f not podcast i am your host Stephen brogan cortez this is episode 52 welcome in today i have an artist known as kiana znika also known as the lizard queen she's an la based artist someone who i met through tiktok this is not someone i've known from college and or my past So this is uh, one of uh, it honestly makes me more excited because I don't have that that safety net that is you know a past mutual uh, connection or you know history with this person. Uh, So these make me feel alive. You know what I mean? I'm like I don't know this person. Ooh, I'm nervous. I'm nervous. Uh, but it was a great time with uh, with the Lizard Queen. Uh, Kiana is one heck of a person. Uh, I hope you enjoy the show. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the Why the If Not podcast with Lizard Queen. Let me start recording now. Uh, but yeah, just a chill conversation. It's a pleasure to meet you. Uh, qu- question. When I, when I refer to you... Uh, like even now, would you like to be known as the Lizard Queen, like as your as your stage name or, or would you like to use uh, Kiana?
1: Um, well, if it's just like a conversation between me and you, like you can call me Kiana. I would hate to be like, um, that's Lizard Queen to you. Damn. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you can call me Kiana.
0: Low key, I was like, damn, like she like she like Cher or like you know one of those one name like it's my name you know like prince used to be something else and he made himself into a symbol like i was Uh like i was ready to call you queen i was like your majesty what's up queen (laughs)
1: that'd be cool but not you can you can call me
0: dude and i like the way you spell queen too even lizard like what was the where was the inspiration for lizard queen
1: Um, so the original nickname actually came from senior year of high school from my friend Luna. And I forgot why we were just talking about like animals we felt like close to and stuff. And she had like randomly mentioned that like, I remind her of a lizard. (laughs) And honestly, like that, like at that time, I was still very shy, very like I didn't like let a lot of my personality shine. And when she said that, I just felt so seen. And I was like, dude, you get me like. And then I don't know exactly when they all like started calling me Lizard Queen, but um, that was just like a nickname for a while. And then I made it like my social media handles um, and then the nickname just kind of stuck. And then always made me like feel like really confident, like more myself.
0: Mm. Yeah.
1: And as for the spelling, I just like I forgot like why I finally started spelling it that way. I thought it was like cool to like spell things the way that they're pronounced.
0: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Queen, the way you spell it it feels better it just looks better too yeah yeah thank you and for those for those who don't know aren't aware of who lizard queen is her name is, oh excuse me too your pronouns i don't want to uh, because i know your pronouns are on your instagram i don't want to say the wrong pronoun but it's they she he do you do you yeah, not care
1: it, no like because um I say like I don't care. Not as in like a oh like I say it more as like a. Sometimes I'll feel more like Mm. um, he they. Sometimes I'll feel more like she they. Sometimes like and like I never really like I feel like they all suit me. Um, Like you can call me like like she they today.
0: Right on cool yeah. fluid. we're all that's beautiful right on we're all like Thank me, you. me and my girlfriend she like she's always shared with me uh she feels like a little star seed you know and we're all star seeds we're all made out of fucking stars and whatnot so mm-hmm. it's cool right on lizard we're queen. just
1: having fun it's like well, these are our little sims characters for the day
0: exactly ah. i
1: choose to be in today
0: dude exactly like Mm -hmm. i mean there's that whole theory that like this is all just a simulation and like what if we are just characters being controlled by some 10 year old on a computer somewhere
1: stop okay what's funny is that every single time i'm on a podcast this conversation comes up so now i'm like there's something about me that's just like (laughs) um but yeah, what I like always like mentioning though, and like the simulation theory, because like, I love discussing stuff like that. But I always I'm not a, um like a nothing matters type of person. I'm mm-hmm. like, a, okay, like, even if it is a simulation, like, we're still in a simulation, like everything still matters. Everything's still real to us.
0: Within our parameters, right? Like even if this was a simulation, okay, cool. It's a simulation. There's still rules to abide by. We're still living amongst these parameters that we're not even fully aware of, right? Like society sets its own parameters that are within the simulation itself. You know, Mm -hmm. who knows? Like you see those pictures of uh, that the was it that the Warner the new telescope, the new space photos that have come out. Have you seen those?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was, they just, that was beautiful, honestly. That was, I couldn't explain, I can't explain the feeling still. But like, I remember just going through like um, people's Instagram stories and so many people were sharing it too. And it's just beautiful. Like I would like try to get that tattooed somehow.
0: Yeah. Oh my God. I can't even, uh, it made me feel so small. It made me feel so small and I know I don't know anything and I'm like, cool. I don't know shit. I'm a small little speck of dust in the universe and there's some peace in that, you know?
1: Yeah, it's kind of freeing because then it's like, okay, I really could like, you know, like your storybook character, this is like your little storybook. This is your is your show right now. Like, how do you want it to be written? Like, what type of movie are we in right now?
0: Hell yeah. You have to have that main character vibe sometimes, you know, like you can't
1: sometimes
0: it's hard. You have to bounce. You can't always have main character like energy because sometimes you have to be realistic and be aware that, oh, in this moment. I'm not the main character so and so in my yeah. life is or this new person or whatever right like in this situation right now this is yeah my podcast but in a way I feel like no right now you're main character you know what I mean no like this is way. my this is my yeah oh totally dude totally I just
1: feel like this is like like I don't know this is chill like this is our moment right here like what's up nice to meet you it's cool that like we even have the technology that we can even do this
0: oh yeah the fact that it like Like
1: we're talking to each other in real time
0: real time we're not even in the same room and it like sound like my biggest fear like when it came to recording this podcast was the whole making it remote for my guests just because it makes it easier to for accessibility for both myself and the artists or whoever i'm interviewing right but I'm always worried yeah. about sound. But damn, the way technology is now, dude. I had my friend, uh, I interviewed her. And she was just using like a phone, it looked like. And she just had like a gaming headset hooked up to it.
1: No, yeah. It's That's all you need. It's and it still sounds good. And everyone's so much comfier when they're at their house. Like, you get to set your own vibes. I have like mm-hmm. my vibes with my like incense. I have like plants all around me and stuff. Like, I don't know. I think it's cool.
0: It makes it so much easier. Like if I like if I had my guests here, you'd have to work. I'd have to worry about my dog Milo, like just hoping he's not going to be a trouble. Hoping for like, you know, if we're comfy, like you mentioned, like again, you're in your own space. You got your your vibe set up. You know, it's super easy and chill. I dig it.
1: If it works, it works. And it works. Oh,
0: yeah. Uh, So let's see. So. Like I mentioned, I don't know. Did I mention it while I recorded? I don't remember. But you're one of the, I mentioned to you that you're one of the uh, few people. I think I had one other person. I think my first guest. My first guest was someone I didn't know. And then everyone else is someone I've known throughout my life. And I just wanted to get them on. But mm-hmm. so what brought you onto my show was that I'm letting my curiosity lead me when it comes to who I want to invite onto my show. Okay. And your bio was what triggered that curiosity. Let me just read this really quick. Let me I got the Spotify bio. Let me no see way. the music. The musical output of LA-based artist Kiana and how do you pronounce your last name? Znika. Znika. Kiana Znika. Mm-hmm. Any pronouns? Lizard Queen was born in 2020. Now, that's not to say that Kiana was born in 2020. No, she's not 2 years old. Lizard Queen, the artist was born in 2020 Mm -hmm. when the songwriter impulsively bought an acoustic guitar and became and began writing her first songs that that right. I read that and I was like, hmm, let's see what what kind of music they got. And dude, you got like the kind of vibes that I right now I'm watching One Tree Hill and most of their music in that (laughs) show is like pop punk. Fucking Fallout Boy was in there, dude. Like it's yeah. all, and so I started listening to your music, and I was digging your music first off, uh, Kiana's lullaby, like holy shit, like that's a great song and a story, like thank you, you. mhm mm-hmm. yeah, you I love that the cover art is that you as a child,
1: yeah, it's me, it's um, so I have it, so this is like my altar i'm I'm very spiritual and like. I have a photo of myself as like, you know, my younger self because it helps to keep me in tune. And like, I'm always remembering that I'm living this life for her. You know, that's mm. me. I don't have to get into that. But um, no,
0: why not? I... No, stop. Stop. Oh, my gosh. I, <laughs> okay, I was going to okay. make you stop anyways and rewind, but like continue as you wish. But <laughs> I think that's fascinating. You you you, you have you. the picture of your younger self to remind you who you're doing it for, dude. Like, was, yeah. that, was that something is you always held? I
1: wrote this song. Yeah. Yeah um i started like i started getting really deep into like inner child healing during the lockdown and like mm. i think it's because of that that even unlocked the fact that i'm doing music now like i had forgotten like how much music meant to me like it was always my favorite thing as a kid but um i had problems like in middle school high school band and then i just left and then it was always just like a I i would listen to music casually and like Yada yada and like I still had that dream, but I was like, ugh, everyone wants to be a rock star though. Like it's fine, it's fine. And then when I wrote my very first song, it was like uh like I literally remember like being like, Oh my god, like like I had chills and I was like, Do I get to like actually make music? Like in this life? Like, no way. Like it just like character unlocked. Lizard Queen.
0: Like, I'm allowed to do this? Like, did you feel like mm-hmm. like that was the narrative that was that you were rewriting at that moment? Like, no, I can do this
1: yeah it always felt impossible it always always felt impossible for me Mm. and not not to say that's like a i don't even know what i'm trying to say it just always felt like that wasn't ever actually going to happen and i was already like content and like i accepted that that would be Mm. like a dream um but then when i wrote my songs i was like wait that felt good (laughs) hell Yeah. yeah -hmm. But that picture for Kiana's Lullaby—that's the whole reason why I wrote the song. Mm -hmm. Um, It's because I was doing an inner child like journal prompt, Mm -hmm. and I had realized that like I don't like the feeling of being cold. It makes me really sad, Mm -hmm. and um, that was the same thing as my as when I was a kid. And so it just like I don't know. It went from there.
0: Fuck. So was uh, I see? Let me see. Hold up. Because all your music so far on Spotify says it released in this year. Has <laughs> all your music so far just released this year? Yeah. You have so much. And I what...
1: have more that I just have not. Re- I have twi- like around 20 songs written. Mm-hmm. And that journal entries e- EP, I don't count those. Those like I just read, literally read my journal entries into GarageBand. So I have like 15 songs that I don't have released yet.
0: That's so rad. That reminds me of like back in the day when like albums were prominent and there was like a story or something done. Certain artists would put like just spoken word or something like skit or something in between songs, you know, and that's what your that's what your uh, Spotify song list reminded me of, especially those like, again, you just have voice memos here Mm -hmm. like that's so rad. It's very raw.
1: Thank you. Thank you. And this is actually um, I'm trying to help another artist release her music. And honestly, the voice memos it's just that, like, I don't have a lot of money to invest and stuff. So with the voice memos, I literally it's just my acoustic guitar, just me. I don't even have a mic or anything. I'm just playing into my voice memos app. And then from that voice memos app, then I go to this website called like Band Lab Mastering because it just masters the song for free. Oh. Um, it's not like the best, but it's free. And then whatever that file was, then I put that to Spotify. Too. So it's just a, a voice memo, like unedited.
0: Nice job. Thank you. You gotta use with what you got, right? Like,
1: yeah. And I was like, you know what? Like, I like music that sounds like this. Like, I love Kimya Dawson. Like, folk punk. Like, it kind of gives me like grunge vibes too. And I was like, mm. you know what? If I like it, there's bound to be other people that like it too.
0: Fuck yeah! Fuck yes! yes. Um, Thank you. It reminds me of. Do uh, you ever, do you ever, do you know of the YouTuber Freddie Wong? No. He's like a He's been on YouTube for a long time, but he was really well known for having uh, spectacular VFX for just ha- just just being a YouTube channel. Like he did a really good job at with his yeah. visual effects, and he said later on, you know, he ex- he just, he explained how in the beginning of his creative career because he also didn't have a lot of money he couldn't afford all those expensive programs and whatnot to do vfx what he would do is that he would get his laptop and he would have a a designated laptop which would be his editing creating machine and he would install trial versions of of the programs (laughs) and once those trials ran up and they were done he would save his projects on a external hard drive ew oh my gosh My mom never calls me and she calls me now. Mom, (laughs) talk about trauma. No, I'm just kidding.
1: It's all good. Uh, um,
0: But he would restart his laptop, like factory reset it, brand new, and reinstall the trials. Just, you know, because that's all he had at the moment.
1: That's iconic. That's smart. That's like sometimes, yeah, you got to do what you got to do.
0: And that's what you're doing.
1: Yeah. Yeah i'm trying to there's a lot of songs that i have like there's a few of songs that i haven't released yet just because like there's certain songs where i'm like no like the only way to execute this correctly like i need to go to a producer and stuff i need it to sound this way mm-hmm. um like like some of the other ones like 42 and big sir i'm like no this is meant to be acoustic but like kiana's lullaby and like getting high and then this next song coming up these were the songs where i'm like no i need to invest mm-hmm. um so, I've been trying to be like very like careful with like choosing like when I invest money, like where is it going to
0: you have to, it's business right
1: kinda it's still yeah, a and like I have to make it worth it,
0: hell yeah, okay, okay, let's talk about that songwriting where Where do your words come from like do you write poetry, do you write poetry on the side? do you just sketch verses on a notebook what's your what's your process
1: um, so I journal every single day I'm like almost journaling all the time, I carry my journal with me. But I feel like with a lot of my songs, like the lyrics just come to me, like sometimes it will just be like a line. um, Like for 42, like it was that like, so when's the wedding day, like I felt like I kept hearing that. Mm. And then that's where I went with like for the rest of the song. Um, Kiana's lullaby again, I was doing an inner child like journal prompt, So again, like I was writing a letter to myself. So to the girl who never wanted to feel cold like and it just like beautiful
0: words beautiful words i love that. thank you
1: thank you i'm finally like um i'm working on a project with another artist right now and i'm writing lyrics this is my first time like sitting down and being like okay i'm gonna write a song all the other times have been like they came to me and then i'll just like follow that wow
0: and how's that been for you just sitting down and how's that process been
1: that's so therapeutic and just wild and like it just feels good because again I didn't think that I could be a songwriter. So then when I'm a- actually able to write a song and like I don't know, I'll let myself gas myself up a little bit. I get Hell so yeah. excited and then I'm always like, oh my God, okay. I'm like okay evanescence. Okay. <laughs> like I, I'm just always like okay like this is so good. And I just get so excited.
0: <laughs> you have to have that confidence in yourself, right? To create anything.
1: Yeah. It doesn't last all the time, I'm not going to lie. But when I'm in that moment, it feels really, really good.
0: Uh, But I feel like if it lasted, like if you had that feeling 24-7, right, that confidence, and it became your norm, then would it feel as exciting, you know? It wouldn't. I don't know. Yeah. Personally. I think
1: it'd feel more exciting, honestly. Like for me, I'd be more and more excited. Yeah. Yeah. Because it'd be nice to finally, like. I know I deal with so much anxiety and Mm, stuff. And like when it comes to music, this is this is like the one part of my life where like I really like I'm testing myself to be confident, Mm. step outside of my comfort zone and stuff. And it excites me. It's kind of like I'm daring myself and it feels like lots of fun. So like if I ever do like make a point where I make it to a point where I'm like, no, I feel good about my music. Like I'm chilling, like I'm fine. Like I would be so like, oh, my God, I made it.
0: So what's your, so like, okay, that being said, what's your, what's your idea of success? What, what does that mean to you?
1: Um, I think for sure, like what I always say is like, I just want like my basic needs met. Like, honestly, I don't have to be like super rich or famous, but if I'm able to like, just make a career out of this where like, this could be like the way, like I just like afford my like I don't need like a big house or anything to like i just want to be able to like afford my own like one bedroom apartment and like get my own food and stuff when i can have like stability um from this and like all i have to do is like not only just work on my own music projects like um work with other artists i just want to like be a part of the music industry that's what i want like my career as if i can like just have a job and it's like providing me stability and it's in the music industry i'll be i'll be pretty good
0: So whether it's performing, singing in the music itself, writing, producing, you just want to be in it.
1: Yeah. And again, because like I'm an artist, but like I'm also a fangirl at my core. Like I genuinely love supporting other artists and I love finding like new artists and being like, dude, why do you only have 200 monthly listeners? You're amazing. Like (laughs) more people need to hear you. There's no way. Um, So, yeah.
0: I feel like that's the mentality we need to have because for the longest time it seems like majority has been thinking it's a dog eat dog world you know like Mm -hmm. only one of us will rise but you know i feel like more and more that mentality you're saying you know like wanting to collaborate work together uh the sense of unity that's what's honestly inspiring me to reach out to different people who aren't just my friends like yourself you know because Like, like we want, we need. People are
1: cool. Yeah,
0: they can suck. Like that. Mm -hmm. That being said, people are cool, but they can suck a turd. You know what I mean? They
1: could. Yeah, we go to therapy because of them.
0: Ah, por eso, that's why. All right. Okay. Okay. (laughs)
1: Um, but, like, the people who are cool, like, it makes it so much worth it. And that's why, like, I'm honestly really grateful for TikTok and the fact that, like, it's connected me with so many, like, amazing people. Just, I don't know, genuinely really nice human beings I've met through TikTok. I met through you through TikTok.
0: My, my new friend. Hello. Dude, yeah. Uh, okay, so social media. Because, like, I talk to this with friends all the time about how social media, <sighs> it... It has shown how debilitating and how how hurtful it can be to society. It's shown in many ways, whether if that's toxicity, you know, put bullying is is still prevalent there. There's all these toxic traits that social media has. Yes. Oh, my mom keeps calling me. Mom, is this is this an emergency? Hold that thought. I'm answering yeah, while we're recording. Yeah. See. Hey, what's up? Yo, mom, uh, perdón, estoy ocupado ahorita, ¿Te puedo, ¿te puedo llamar después? Yeah, is that, is that cool? Thanks, mom. <laughs> no hay emergencia, though, right? Everything's okay? Ah, oh, you're so sweet. Okay, I love... <gasps> pues esperando que me llames a mí, you know, siempre te estoy llamando a vos. We're getting through a lot right now, live, you know. <laughs> All right, bye, I love you. <laughs> love you too, bye, mom oh man oh
1: my god are you mexican too
0: no i'm salvadorian
1: Salvadorian. okay i was gonna say because okay me my mom's mexican and she does that stuff all the time too where like i'll be like okay i'm at work from this time to this time and then like during that time she'll be blowing up my phone and texting me like call me call me and i'm like what's going on she's like oh i just wanted to know what scent hand wash did you want like i don't know just pick i'm at work like
0: you couldn't text this mom
1: no, yeah, It's like just choose one, just.
0: Oh, <laughs> but oh yeah, that happens man. too.
1: That's why I was laughing.
0: Was your mom born in the in this country, or because my mom was born in El Salvador?
1: No, oh, yeah, my mom was born here. It was my grandparents, so her parents that uh, came from Mexico,
0: mm, um, and okay. then my
1: dad. So where I get my last name from? My dad is from Croatia.
0: Whoa, Zanika, right? Znica, there's. Mm-hmm croatia i was wondering where that name was from because i saw you at the i saw that you just went to a wedding uh and i was like sounds like something like a mariachi or banda here like where's where's nico from
1: dude and
0: i and i saw in your story that that the music was just hitting me right that night like you're getting really emotional and nostalgic like
1: Kind of, yeah. What was I'm go- not that close to my family. Yeah. And I think, um, yeah, like, I'm just kind of, like, the black sheep, but, like, mm. not, like, meaning to. I think there's just, like, stuff to unpack there. But I think it also has to do just being, like, one of the, like, only, like, alternative openly LGBT mm-hmm. um, people in the family. So it kind of sucks, um, but it sucks because like I'm genuinely like really proud uh, to be Mexican. Like I love being Mexican, and my favorite food is Mexican food. And <laughs> I can't dance well to the music, but like I love the music. It makes me happy, and I have lots of fun. But that's why it was hitting me because before that night, I hadn't seen my family for
0: a while. Mm, and it's, I saw it was your uh, your grandparents uh, renewing their their vows. Yeah, that's yeah. beautiful. Yeah, yeah that, that music really, hits really different cute. for me it's like it's more like merengue and cumbia and whatnot when my mom was cleaning mm-hmm. and stuff selena and Lu- luis miguel man he's still yeah i'm still a luis miguel fan but uh <laughs> but yeah no, like for you does a, sort of there's like a running theme and i and i've talked to this with stephanie too about how like since covid There's been like a great awakening, right? Like it feels like because people were forced to stay inside, they couldn't cope Mm -hmm. and hide from their feelings, whether it's through their work, through their art, through their friends, through their whatever, right? You weren't allowed to do any of that for a year. You had to stay inside. Yeah. And uh, oh, yeah, you know, those demons you thought you put away? Nah, homie, they've been here. You got to face them. You have to face them. Yeah. Fuck, but you, so so you started playing guitar in the beginning of COVID twenty twenty. Like, was it right uh, when at COVID at the end at so the November end oh, 2020. November twenty twenty? Damn. Yeah. And so, once you got the guitar in your hand, what that feel like?
1: It was good. I, I forgot like what actual song it was that made me finally be like, okay, I need a guitar. But um, I had been listening to like a lot of pop punk, like the story so far and stuff, mm-hmm. like on repeat um i would just blast them through my earphones and i would be like drumming to them with like my drumsticks and i would like pretend like i knew i wanted like sing and play the guitar like with these songs Mm. so that's what finally got me to be like okay i need to go get a guitar and i went i got a good deal like i paid like less than 200 for everything and that included like a warranty and stuff so it's like okay word um nice yeah and then so, like, it felt, like, super, super cool to, like, learn. I remember, like, I practiced for, like, three hours right after buying it.
0: Your fingers blister up nice and nice and raw and whatnot. Yeah. Ugh, it hurt. Yes.
1: It hurt. Ugh. My fingers still hurt. I'm mm-hmm. super sensitive. I don't think I'm ever going to get used to this.
0: Are they, Do they feel – because, like, I, I didn't play guitar, but when I was younger, I played cello. And, like, those string instruments, dude, you got to make sure – you, you got to wait for that callus to just build up.
1: Yeah, that's what's happening. But, like – no
0: slowly but surely Dude, something yeah. i wanted to ask so with feeling like the black sheep and like this whole great awakening thing right and like i don't know if this correlates with your music or like with your own journey with mental health but like for for me you know because I'm, I'm being latino first generation you know like even though like people just think i'm white but there's so much that comes along with that whether you're first or second generation not even latino be whatever right but does the term have, has the term cycle breaker, ever, yeah, popped up for you? Yeah, I,
1: I, I sincerely think that that's what I am,
0: dude. Yeah, I dig it. It's hard cause I, I, it,
1: I, it's hard. It's sad sometimes,
0: lonely even.
1: Yeah, and like a lot of people, like you know, the people who are stuck in the cycle, they won't understand. Mm. Like, Mm-mm. but yeah. That came that comes up a lot. That came up a lot like in during the lockdown too. That's why like on my altar, like I also have like just like pictures of like my great grandparents and stuff like that. Like I try to have like ancestors on there. And I have like my Croatian stuff, but then like from my Mexican side, like I have like like I'm not religious but La Virgen de Guadalupe, mm-hmm. like she just like as a symbol means a lot to me and mm-hmm. that's how I bonded with my grandma. So I keep like a little like mm. thing for her there too it makes me feel connected to my family that way
0: That's beautiful. Being uh how about Thank being you. Mexican uh do you celebrate uh during the Dia de los Muertos festivities?
1: Dude, my family doesn't. Oh. Which is like but I think it's another thing where it's like I think it's just like some type of trauma or something because mm. all of our other like almost like extended families do. But we don't. And I've tried pitching to them, like, we should do something. So, like, I myself have been celebrating Dio de los Muertos. So, like, I'll get the flowers and, like, I'll put the pictures. And I'm like, okay, I got you guys. Like, cycle breaker, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it reminds me of Coco. Like, I feel like our ancestors are just waiting at the bridge. Like, what do you mean? The Znika Madranos don't have our picture up.
0: What's going on?
1: No, yeah. So, I don't know. I hope that, like, I can, like... Be a part of like implementing just like little like rituals and stuff back into the family.
0: That's beautiful because, you know, they say as people, we we experience two deaths in our lives. We we die first when our body dies and then we die a second time when the last person who ever knew us or even remembers us when that person dies, because then there's not even a memory of you left anywhere on the face of the earth. So it's beautiful. Dia de los Muertos, just, you know, remembering your ancestors, whether it's a, you know, a a family member who recently passed away or if it's a grandpa, great grandparents, you know, whoever they are. It's beautiful to just, you know, take time to feel that grief, feel that pain, but then feel the love that comes in also with that grief.
1: Yeah. It's nice to just show things love. I've learned Mm -hmm. like. Just for, like, the sake of, like, hey, like, I'm going to send you some love, thinking of you. That's why, like, I'm also, like, the type of person that, like, if I'm thinking about one of my friends, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to text them. Say, like, hey, dude, thinking of you. Like, I don't know. That's what I think it's just, like, a cooler way to live. Like, genuinely, like, like cooler. Like, just, like, a sicker way to live. Like, yeah. just, like, spreading love. Yeah.
0: I mean, they say that like the whole world is just like, it's a bunch of frequencies and waves, right? Everything's vibrating to its own, it's its own frequency. And, you know, the power of thought alone is so powerful that it can change your entire life. But when you're willingly uh, putting out that energy and sending it to someone like that has to do something, if not for you, for that other person, you know, makes them feel better.
1: Yeah, I hope it does some because I guess like, um, a part of it is a little bit selfish, too, in the sense that like, the way I think about it, too, is like, I know that I would feel grateful if like a stranger or someone else randomly sent me love. Mm-hmm. So I know like, it would feel like, oh, like, you know, like, I'm getting like, like, blessed or something. So I'm like, you know what, like, I'm gonna do that for other people, too. Because it's just like, I know, like, it'll probably make their day a little bit better. Like, hell yeah yeah because since the lockdown too like a lot of people have been dealing with like really shitty stuff i just want to be at least like a good part of people's lives i don't have to be like a main part or anything but like i want to make sure i have like if i have any impact or influence i want to make sure it's a good one
0: dude that's dope that's dope even just to let them know hey while you're in this darkness like here's a little bit of light a little hand on your shoulder saying like i'm here whenever you need me you know
1: and, like, there's people, you're like, you're not in this, like, on your own, like, and what you're going through, like, it does suck. It does. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to, like, do that sucks. Like, I'm here with you. I see that. Like, that's, that's messed up. You shouldn't be in that.
0: Mm. Yeah, it seems like you're definitely not the kind of person that is timid when they see a friend who's maybe vulnerable or hurting. And that's dope. There's not enough people like that in this world. People are too afraid or... Uncomfortable to talk about the the yucky stuff in life, you know.
1: Yeah, and that's what I hope like my music does, honestly, because my music is me like working through some of like the yuckier and stuff Mm -hmm. that like I keep to myself because it's like a okay, like people ask me how I'm doing, but if I tell them the honest answer, like I'm not supposed to say the honest answer, and like I need to do something with it. Um, so that's what I hope like Lizard Queen is to people too is that like that stuff that you're dealing with like i'm dealing with it too like and it's okay to say when something messed up happens it's okay to talk about it and say like hey like this was messed up this mm-hmm. was just like objectively like this sucked to go through
0: because mm-hmm.
1: you were a part of it
0: honoring your emotions hmm Dude, one of the one of the emotions I hardest for me to honor is anger. I don't allow myself to feel angry dude for the longest
1: time that was me
0: too yeah because is that we, a, like, is that a, like yeah. a latino thing like is that just thing like culturally like when they like for me growing up like my mom's lovely she's just on the phone she's a sweet thing you know she's a human too you know but when it was just me and her i used to just be you know just me with a single mom only me i have siblings now but when it was just me and her my mom would get frustrated and just be like yeah no more like stop and I would have to shut my emotions down. I would have to leave. I would have to not tend to whatever I was feeling because yeah. she didn't know how to tend to them. And I don't hold that against her, you know, like, because yeah, maybe no one taught her. But
1: you where it's coming from. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. oh yeah i'm sorry oh it's totally Um, fine thank you but i mean like do you really like you said you're like do you relate to that like the feeling of like what not allowing yourself to feel angry or not allowing yourself to just be like yeah this sucks dude
1: yeah with my family specifically they're very like oh my god like when i watched encanto like it was literally that and like i would say like if like, the best example is if, like, someone, like, keeps, like, hitting me. And I'm like, stop hitting me. Mm-hmm. Stop hitting me. Stop hitting me. And I'm like, stop hitting me. And then they're like, why are you yelling? And then my aunt's uncle's like, Kiana why are you yelling? And I'm like, are you are you kidding me? <laughs> like, Did and nobody I hear would, me? Like, explain- yeah, and then I would explain, and then, like, every time I would explain, like, and, like, stand up for myself, it was called talking back. Mm-hmm. And then I would get mad, and I'd be like, it's not talking back. I'm, like, responding to you. And like You're standing and up like, for
0: yourself. That's yes, what that's that's that was. that's literally what I would
1: say. Yeah, but, like, my family always, like, implemented into my head that that's talking back, Ugh. so that means I'm a bad person. Yeah. Um, my other theory with that, though, was going to mm-hmm. be, because this is what I found out about myself is um if you relate to that too then you probably like and you seem like it too you're probably a really really nice person mm. and you would never want to hurt anybody you probably like see those like mental health like infographics on instagram and stuff it's I saw my that's, feed like... yeah <laughs> yeah okay so that means um we kind of like because we want to be such nice people we kind of gaslit ourselves into thinking that <sighs> angry means toxic mm. and we don't want to be toxic that's what I discovered. I was like, cause every time I'm like, I'm like, no, stop. Like, don't give like, dude, you're fine. Like, cause I'm like, okay, I, like I'm unlearning the toxicity, toxicity. And then I realized like, no, anger is not toxic though. I'm I'm like, okay, like here, like I'll listen to you. And again, it's that inner child thing. Like your inner child's angry. Like you have to like, you can't just like shut them in a the closet nope. and not deal with their. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you have to like, you have to take care of it. <sighs>
0: Yeah if you don't take care of that inner child it's it's going to eat you alive from the inside out and you might not even be aware of it like it, it might be this this underlying tone of a narrative playing out in your life telling you every yeah. time you stumble that oh it's you're broken you fucked this up or every time you get wound up right and speak up for yourself that narrative repeats why are you why are you talking back why are you being rude you know dude oh dude the, yeah. the power of changing the narrative that Oh, i feel like a crazy person when i'm just like so yeah. you're fine <laughs> everything no, is okay
1: you have to remind yourself that's okay and that's you taking care of you you saying mm-hmm. that like that's a sweet thing to say actually like i tell myself too like anytime i feel anxious i'm like it's okay we're okay we're okay yeah oh,
0: god damn mm.
1: yeah it's a nice way to live <sighs>
0: It's hard. We're, just, it, it, we're
1: being better people and we're still relatively young. Like oh, so that yeah. means like the rest of like we're learning all this stuff now. We're gonna reach a point where it's just like secondhand nature, muscle memory. hmm Maybe. I don't know.
0: I mean I'm not there yet. I mean it's like breaking any bad habit. You know, like we mm-hmm. grow up through our formative years, you know, when we're like going through middle school, high school. You know we we learn we these truths quote unquote these truths that we live by right, and that's our story that's our narrative that we play out. But then when we get older and that frontal cortex starts developing and you become more yeah. aware, you're like, "Fuck, wait, I don't have to do this, dude like." Jim Carrey said I forgot if it was in a in an interview or I think it was an interview but he said depression is your mind telling you I don't like the character I'm playing right now
1: mm-hmm. I remember that quote yeah and like that's me with music like when I'm doing music like I like the character that I'm playing I'm like this is such a fun game mode to be on <laughs> this is the mode that I wanted to be playing this entire time
0: <laughs> uh and that's rad dude like it like i wish everyone could just feel that you know like just feel
1: since what i want to like i get sad that a lot of people like they just genuinely don't have time for their hobbies like sometimes it's not even their fault like they're tired from working like they work like freaking 60 Mm -hmm. hours a week like i don't know they have kids
0: they 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 have they don't have access to anything you know like some people are really limited for sure
1: yeah and i wish like hopefully we can reach a point one day where like people just have a little more time to like just and you don't have to like capitalize on your hobby like if you like crocheting you don't have to start a small business crochet but like i hope that like everyone can get to a point where they at least like each day get at least one hour to do whatever you want like Mm -hmm. literally like take a nap if you want like like watch tv and don't like beat yourself up for watching tv thinking it's unproductive and stuff you know like i just like something fun just one hour a day some people don't even have like an
0: hour yeah and that's rough that's rough Mm-hmm. There's something even
1: in elementary school, you get recess. Mm. Like
0: <laughs> you get playtime, dude.
1: You get playtime. We need the we need the playtime.
0: Oh my god. That is all has also been a big theme. Uh, that those who create, you know, whether it's your music, whether it's someone's cosplay, whatever it is, it seems that it looks like the person creating they kept that idea and that sense of play that we all have as kids. And like, we never let go Mm -hmm. of it. We held on to it.
1: Yeah. And it's beautiful. Like watching people, like pick it up and find it. Like, um, I have a friend, In middle school, I remember she always wanted to be a tattoo artist. And she would always draw on her free time. And even on Tumblr, she was always reblogging, like, the, you know, pop punk tattoos and stuff. And, like, eight months ago, she finally was like, I'm going to start my tattoo journey. And she started. And it's been going so well for her that now, like, she's doing tattooing. And, like, she loves her job. Like, she's just so happy. And you see it in her face. And it's just wild because I got to, like, witness that like i don't talk to her every day or anything but i do distinctly remember in middle school this kid was drawing tattoos and saying they want to be a tattoo artist and now they're doing it that is so cool that like
0: yeah and oh so there's this book called uh frankie presto and the magic strings uh written by Uh i think it's yeah it's still mitch album one of my favorite authors but in this book, it's uh, it's fiction, but it's written as if it's in the r- in the real world. And it, oh, you follow this guy named Frankie Presto, who's this musician, this guitarist uh, point of me sharing is it's just that in the book, music itself is a character and music is is like a spirit, if you will, just like any other like yeah. in, 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 in the book, it describes like when we're children when we're babies, right? You know, when you see a baby laying on its back and it's like reaching up into the air and playing and you're like, what are they looking at? What are they looking at, right? Yeah, yeah, In the book, it ex- like the explanation the book gives is that the children are seeing the sprites or the spirits, if you oh, will, of yeah. music, of science, of whatever it is that this person is going to fall in love with. And that they're going to like connect with, oh, it's there. And like sometimes we grab onto it and we touch it. Or sometimes we grab onto it and never let go. And that's where we have our yo-yo yeah. ma's and and all these, you know, incredibly talented people that are like, wow, I could not see you doing anything else. But yeah. it seems like some people like fear, I think specifically, holds us back from mm-hmm achieving what we're supposed to achieve or at least being whoever we're meant to be whoever we want to be right fear holds us back but whatever that sprite is i feel like every one of us has something that called to us that whatever it's you know what if it's science the stars if it's animals and you want to be a zoologist or you love ac tech you know fuck anything you know it's yeah Everyone should have That's an
1: I I love that. There's um I forgot there's a book that I read where it played on that idea. I think it was called All About Love, it might have been that book, but um it talks about how like imagine if we lived in a society where like when we see a child like naturally gravitate towards something, what if we then like okay, like we're going to teach them, we're going to like get them skilled in that. So then we have people in jobs that they already want to be in. And they're going to be like so much more skilled and like imagine having a doctor who actually wants to be a doctor. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've ever had a bad experience with like any medical professional, (laughs) but like sometimes I'm like, like, I know you're here for the money. Like, bro, you're not even (laughs) listening to me. Like I I personally want like teachers who like actually like kids maybe. Mm -hmm. Right. Like imagine if we can have that. Um, and then we would have more people passionate and if, I don't think it would affect like the workforce or anything, even though I have, you know, my thoughts about that, but you know what I mean? Like,
0: I gotcha. Yeah. Cause there's some people yeah, like I used to work at Disneyland and I've met cast members who cause I'm a performer. So in my mind, I'm like, dude, like the best job, like best job is performing at Disneyland. That's like where the happiest anyone could be. Right. But I would meet cast members who were doing other things, whether it's ride operations, uh, whether it's, you know, merchandising, whether whatever role they were doing. You know, like I met some custodians who were fucking bomb at their job. Like, yeah. like, check it out. Did you know in Disneyland they do this thing and it's janitorial, like custodians only. They do this thing where they get their mom, their uh, not their mops, their brooms and their the broom tip is tied to a point almost like a brush Uh and they dip it in water and this all started because of one cast member who was bored and was an artist themselves and they got their broom dipped it in water and on the black pavement that is disneyland he would draw disney characters and he would have crowds watch that is so cool and so guess what (laughs) now custodians at disneyland get a chance to train for that and they get they're able to just draw whatever they want
1: that is so freaking cool that's fun
0: you gotta go out there and try it and just say why not like be like lizard queen and buy that guitar and fuck start writing your music because you are allowed
1: no seriously and also like i want people to like like if someone could like get a canvas. And put a dot in the middle and say, this is art. It's supposed to symbolize blah blah blah. Then you can get the like worst sounding microphone and make this jumbled like mess of a sound and post it. Cause guess what? That's art. Like it doesn't have to be comfortable to the ears. It doesn't have to be streamable and stuff. Like it is music because it is a sound and you're making art through music. Like I want to normalize more people releasing their music and it doesn't have to be playable or like it has to like it could just be art sometimes
0: create for the sake of creating yeah
1: yeah just have fun
0: Mm. Mm -hmm. like you have to keep trying because the first time you try something you're probably gonna suck you're not gonna be great but if you keep trying the thing that i
1: yeah. The thing that I keep like telling myself, it's like a, this like thing with me is I'm like, you know what? I might be embarrassed. I'm not afraid to feel embarrassment. I have I've felt embarrassment before I can like it's like it's like that thing where like I can take a punch. I'm like, mm. I can I can take embarrassment. I can sit with it. Like yeah. if that's what it takes to like say that, like I'm performing and stuff now, like, OK, I can handle that. I can contain it. It's fine.
0: <laughs> Speaking of performances, how was—and correct me if I'm wrong—your debut, live debut? Um, was this your first live concert you performed this weekend?
1: Um, it was like, <laughs> like I you had a guess, green room. No. I
0: saw this whole green room video and everything.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um. So I've played at open mics before, and then I played a 15 minute solo acoustic set at a Pride festival in Downey. And then I literally sat on the grass and played acoustic guitar for a bunch of people at this Punks in the Park show. Like, um, And it's a show, but like literally super casual, like hang out at the park vibes. Um, so this was Silver Lake Lounge was my first time like on a stage mm. and like at a venue. So like and I had like a bass player and we had been practicing. So it felt very, very like real and serious to me. Um, it was really cool um i messed up a little bit but like i think like i thought i was prepared to be on the stage it's like so different when you're on it like and i just felt like i like blacked out for like 30 minutes almost oh yeah
0: disassociated um
1: (laughs) yeah because like once like we were starting i was like oh my god like right like right now right now um but like i did the thing and it was a lot of fun it was a lot of fun to be able to say that i did that um it wasn't like as intimidating as i thought it was gonna be um but it was really cool i'm really like i'm always gonna treasure that like i'm just like riding a high it just means a lot to me that was a cool little place Mm -hmm. yeah it it was it was pretty good the first
0: of many concerts right first of many
1: yeah i hope so um i have another concert this saturday um I will, like, hopefully, like, in the future, like, I want to get to the point where I have, like, a full, full band where, like, hopefully, like, someone else is playing the guitar. Um, Because I always say, like, I'm a songwriter, but I'm not really, like, like, Mm. I always, like, tell people, like, um, I know six chords. That doesn't mean I, like, play them well. Like, Mm -hmm. and this is not me, like, like, knocking myself down. This is just me being, like, no, like, seriously, guys, like, I'm, like, my guitar playing is a little bit rough. Like, I'm just letting you know for your ears. Um, so I, and I feel like I can do more vocally and performance wise and like, I'm so limited by six chords. If I had like an actual like guitarist, like that knows, like we can like come up with a lot of cool stuff. I feel like, but that would probably be in the future.
0: And who's to say your skills won't grow with you with time. No.
1: Yeah, I hope so. Um, I'm going to humble in the fall In my first semester, I am going to actually, um, take like one-on-one like acoustic guitar lessons
0: dude right on right on thank you so wait give thank me a you. sec really quick because i have to go to the bathroom so we're gonna do one of those magical podcast pauses and be right back like nothing okay. happened all right we're back on recording like magic nothing happened yeah mm-hmm. all right so uh, i may i think it might be a good time to get to uh my favorite part of the show so there is a segment in the show all right. Mm-hmm. Do you know of Inside the Actor Studio? No. So Inside the Actor Studio is a show that was on Bravo back when TV was a thing. That's my lame attempt at a joke. So back when TV was a uh-huh. thing, there's a show called Inside the Actor Studio, uh, and this guy named James Lipton would uh, would host it. This show was technically a class that was being held at Pace University for grad students acting, uh, and uh, they would have perf- uh, actors come in. Uh, so like Robert Downey Jr. No, no, Robert De Niro's been on it. Uh, the only ones I can come up from the stories I've thought of. Freaking, what's his name? Bradley Cooper's been on it. There's a ton of, of, of actors are on it. But at the end of this interview, uh, James has a set of 10 questions that he likes to ask uh-huh. his guests. Uh, and I'd like to ask you them now, if that's all right. Okay. All right, I'm don't scared. worry. Nothing too crazy uh, at all. These notes, okay. These these notes, they're in my notes, but these questions aren't anything too uh, crazy, you know, complicated or anything, <laughs> but they, they might feel complicated, but they're, they're deceptively simple. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. So let's do this right. uh, and take your time answering them. No rush whatsoever. Thank Thank First you. question is, what is your favorite word?
1: <gasps> what? Mm hmm. That's so hard because it's like, is it the word that I like the most, or is it the word that I've been using a lot lately? You know what I mean.
0: However, you interpret the question, whatever you want. You know what I mean.
1: Mm-hmm. Dang, <laughs> you said send an email with these. Hold on, I'm trying to
0: think. That's the thing. I don't want to tell people this because (laughs) I like I like it to be spontaneous. I want it to be spontaneous. Whatever you feel in the moment.
1: I keep like hearing the word iridescence. I think that's Mm. a pretty word, but I don't even know like what it means, but it keeps coming up in my brain. So I think it sounds pretty right on iridescence.
0: (laughs) What is your least favorite word?
1: I know I have one, and that's why I'm trying to remember what it is. Because when I hear it, I do get, like, ugh. This one's hard. These are hard. These are, like, oh, my God. I know I could probably just answer anything, though. Okay. Um,
0: Whatever you'd like. No pressure whatsoever. And, again, no pressure on time. Like, think about
1: it. I hate the, like, I know I can't say it, but I hate, like, the C word. Like, mm. the... Yeah.
0: See you next Tuesday is what you're saying. Yeah. That's my favorite way to say like it. It sounds like
1: so aggressive. Like it's just, yeah.
0: All right. See you next Tuesday. <laughs> I don't Tuesday. like it.
1: Yeah. I don't like see you next Tuesday.
0: Right on. What turns you on? What makes you happy?
1: What makes me happy? Um, Being at the park, like picnic at the park vibes. I get really, really happy.
0: What turns you off? What makes you unhappy?
1: When I can like tell that like people are talking to me like I'm dumb or something, like, cause sometimes it makes me think like, okay, so you don't think like I'm aware and like also like, oh, why are you talking? Like, I don't know, like the second that shift happens, like that makes me super, super unhappy. Mm. I also, oh, my least favorite word is quirky. <laughs> it's quirky (laughs) i get triggered by that word i hate that word
0: yeah nice (laughs) (laughs) next question what sound or noise do you love Mm,
1: like crickets in the forest vibes
0: hmm what sound or noise do you hate?
1: Oh, the um, that like alarm for like when you get like an amber alert, that noise like that noise and the one for like those emergency broadcast things on TV like those like I literally like feel like paralyzing fear. I had to turn off my amber alerts. I'm not l- lying. Like I hate that noise. It really scares me. I have to heal that.
0: Oh, <laughs> right, <laughs> on. right on. What is your favorite curse word? I can say it. Yes, you can.
1: Okay. I think like, honestly, like I do say like que la chingada a lot. So I think like, I'm just always saying that. Um, so I think that is, like, I always have, like, fun saying it, too.
0: Nice. What profession, other than your own, would you like to attempt?
1: Um, being, like, a therapist or something, being able to work, like, in mental health and, like, maybe, like, work more directly with kids and stuff. Nice. Yeah, that's still a plan. Like, I hope, like, maybe, like, Lizard Queen could, like, branch off into, like, Being, like, a thing where I could, like, release, like, children's books and stuff.
0: Dude, why not? That sounds so rad.
1: Yeah. Thank you. Nice. Yeah.
0: What profession would you not like to do?
1: Anything that's just, like, very high anxiety-inducing. Just, I'm responsible for a lot. Like, I'm good.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. If heaven exists... What would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates?
1: I'm so proud of you. You did amazing. Hmm.
0: Nice. Yeah. Thank you. We well, you did it. Those are the questions.
1: Yeah. Oh, really? Those are the questions. Hey. Hell yeah. Okay. <laughs> Dude, the first two questions were so hard
0: it's deceptive too because it's a simple question at first it's like what's your favorite word and it's like my favorite word oh it's oh it's, what what it's is it because
1: like once you choose a favorite word then you have to like stand by it then you have to commit to it it's like that's your favorite word that's what you said so like once this podcast goes up everyone's gonna think my favorite word is iridescence and i'm like is it my favorite word
0: Ah, you know, you know what? See, that's why I think these questions are so fun, because say, if you come back to the show, by the way, would love to have you back on. Yeah. If you ever come back, I'll ask you these questions again. And maybe your question, maybe your answers will change. That's I think that's the interesting part.
1: I love stuff like that. I like seeing how people change and stuff, too. And I feel like I'm always changing. It's always like kind of funny
0: why not you know why not? yeah so now that we got to the end uh this is your chance now lizard queen to please share where people can find you anything you would like to promote this is the time is yours
1: um you can find me on all streaming platforms the way that you spell my name is l-i-z-z-e-r-d- K-W-E-E-N. I'm sorry if that's complicated. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for like hanging around for the journey. Like high key, I really am just like a person that like really wants to be in music. So I'm just doing everything I can to get in there. And then I'll like help. Like I just really want to like gate open the music industry and like show everyone that like, do like you guys can do it too. Like Like we could literally like do the things that we want to do um and i have an upcoming song being released next month on august 26th it's gonna be an actual like pop punk song i've been holding on to it since january and i'm really excited i feel like this is the song so yeah but yeah that's me
0: (laughs) thank you right on lizard queen thank you That was the Lizard Queen, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Y V F Not Podcast. Don't forget to follow Lizard Queen on Spotify to keep up with all her latest jams. Uh don't forget that is L-I-Z-Z-E-R-D-K-W-E-E-N Lizard Queen. Spell it how it sounds. All her links are going to be in the description. Click those, have fun, peruse around. And once again, my name is Stephen Brokencourt says I have been your host for this episode. Check out my links in the description as well. And don't forget, you're enough. You're more than enough. It is crazy how enough you are. Okay, Bye.